Sweet Madeline. Dearest Madeline, it's been three weeks since I arrived on the Western Front. Every moment is like its own self-contained war, full of pain, destruction. The cold and gruesome battlefield in which I spend my days is devoid of the very essence of humanity. But though my existence has been reduced to fear and anguish, it is my love for you, sweet Madeline, that allows me to carry on. If not for the thought of one day returning to your side, I dare say my poor and pitiful life would not be worth living. With love, your Jack. Dearest Madeline, it's been almost a month and I've yet to receive your reply to my previous letter. Mail is indeed slow here on the Western Front, but by some strange circumstance, all of my comrades have received letters from loved ones back home. Even that pathetic loser Bernard has received a letter from his gal though I'm sure she's hideous. If the postman is tampering with your letters, he'll have me to answer to once I return. I pity the poor bloke who wrongs my one and only. The long anticipation of your letter will only make its arrival that much grander. Writing with love and affection, your Jack. P.S. I have enclosed a very special, very intimate photograph of a certain part of my body for your eyes only. I worked very hard on it. In fact, it took a full hour for my pal Richard to get the shot just right. Dearest Madeline, it's been four months now and I've yet to receive any mail from you. I'm beginning to worry I've fallen out of your favor. Just kidding, of course. I know our eternal love can endure a few short months apart. After all, we were able to endure when I found out you made love to our history teacher, Monsieur Lacazette. A minor bump in the road, as you would so wisely say. I anxiously await your reply writing with love and affection and a deeply unsettling feeling in the pit of my stomach. Your Jack. P.S. Did I leave my diary at your place? I can't find it anywhere. If so, please, whatever you do, don't open to page 41. On the off chance you've opened to page 41, please understand, I only wrote those hateful messages in a fit of passion. I do not think your mother is a buck-toothed gremlin with the personality of a tumor. Or at least I don't anymore. Dearest Madeline, the fighting has really picked up here. My comrade Louis was stabbed no less than nine times by a German bayonet. A better lad than Louis, I've never met. I was right by his side in the last moments before he slipped away into the next world. 
He told me that the only consolation he had in dying was that he'd be buried alongside the dozens of letters his girl Margot had sent him. As I was burying him, I read some of Margot's letters, and boy, does she sound swell. It makes me ache for you, sweet Madeline. Write soon, with love and affection, and a small bit of anger that I would surely get over once I received your letter, your Jack. P.S. I've come up with a fantastic recipe for rat stew. All the boys love it. I'll have to make some for you when I return. Dearest Madeline, Tonight in the trenches we held an open mic night where all the boys took turns reading the letters from their girlfriends. Some of them were quite carnal. As a bunch of sexually frustrated 18-year-olds, we decided to designate a corner of the trench for us to relieve ourselves. Gustav probably took three or four trips to the corner of that dog. I was spared the embarrassment of having to explain why I didn't have any letters from you when a bomb from overhead took out half our platoon. Talk about good fortune. Please write soon. With love and affection and extreme worry you've gotten back with Monsieur Lacazette, your Jack. P.S. I'm too sad to write a P.S. Dearest Madeline, I've been taken prisoner by the Germans. I'm tortured constantly for information, yet I have no secrets to provide. All I've had to eat in the last week was a stew comprised of beans, mud, and German feces. Despite their sadism, the one freedom my captors allow me is to send and receive mail. They seem to have a soft spot for long-distance relationships. Merely to know that you're thinking of me would do wonders for my sanity. I've started to develop this odd mental tick where I sob uncontrollably and wildly call out your name for hours at a time. It's getting so annoying, even my captors wish you would write me. With love and affection and an extreme physical malaise that has burned great mental confusion, your Fred. P.S. Yellow synthesis are grapes. Bonjour, Jacques. Monsieur Lacazette here. How is it hanging in your prisoner of war camp? I've never been to one, but I'm sure it is fascinating. I do not want you to worry about what's going on between Madeleine and myself. I can assure you that what we have is the first thing from a love connection. In fact, our relationship is purely sexual. As we both know, Madeline was never the best student. As her teacher lover, I was quite concerned with how she would make out in the working world. Let me put those fears to rest. Our Madeline is finding great success in her new job at the post office. Wishing you a pleasant trip, Jacques. Be sure to bring me back a souvenir. Monsieur Lacazette. Guten Tag, Madeleine. My name is Sergeant Jürgen von Brommel. We recently held your former lava, Jack, as our prisoner of war. I regret to inform you that Jack has died. We are not sure if it was starvation, disease, or the bullet to the brain that killed him. But one thing is certain. The man really loved you, Madeleine. Seeing someone so totally consumed with passion, so purely upset with love, and so wonderfully devoted makes me think you must be a truly special woman. And so, it is an honor of the departed Zach that I ask you, would you go out with me, Madeline? Meet optimism, Sergeant Von Brommel. Dear Sergeant Von Brommel, I'm free Thursday, Maddie.